0: So the meta question here is blue heart characteristics. And the whole idea here is that when I'm sitting in front of a potential entrepreneur, what am I looking for? And one of the things is, are they curious? So how would I ascertain that? How would I ascertain how curious they are? And to me, one of the great proxies is how much they read about their particular industry. The example I give is of a company who came to me, an entrepreneur came to me, who was in the web design space and all the related stuff around that. And two things were happening in the industry. And because I'm an avid reader, I was aware of this. The one thing was the fact that the way that websites were being built was changing. And the the second thing was, this was right at the beginning of search engine optimization, SEO and AdWords and, and all the things that we now have today. So I was sitting in front of this entrepreneur and uh, I asked him, what are you writing your websites in? So he gave me the answer and it was like the old um, languages. And I said to him, but what about WordPress? And he said to me, oh, what about it? And I said, well, do you think that's actually going to become a far more prominent way to build websites? Just by the way he answered, you could see that he wasn't ahead of the game. He had been taught how to do something three or four years prior, and that was basically where he was. He wasn't actually interested in websites at all. He was basically tr- just trying to commercialize some knowledge he had. So that's an important thing, is that he was just trying to commercialize what he had and wasn't trying to stay ahead of the game. He wasn't curious about where it was going, what were the trends, you know, what were the implications, what possibly were the threats and opportunities that arose from that. The second thing when I asked him around search engine optimization and e-commerce, his answer was, well, there are people who specialize in that. And to me, that might have been a true answer at the time. But certainly, if it's going to affect what you do, you want to know about it, you want to be as clued up about it as possible so that you build your websites to be e-commerce friendly, that you need to build your websites to be search engine optimized. So you at least need to know about that so that you can comply with whatever the new trends are. And he had just had no... Just didn't know and acted like he just didn't care, quite frankly, about it. He just, all he wanted to do was just sell the expertise that he had. So to me, that was a no-brainer that that was a business I definitely wouldn't have got involved in. Not because the business per se wasn't profitable, but because the entrepreneur that I was sitting in front of it was not curious enough around that business and that to me was a proxy for the fact that this individual would never keep this business ahead of the game. It would lag behind and it would effectively disappear and evaporate into history.
1: Alon Grays has been assisting entrepreneurs for almost two decades. He and his team have accelerated the success of over 13,000 businesses during this period. Along is constantly on the lookout for opportunities to invest in entrepreneurs he believes have what it takes to build businesses that will go the distance. Throughout this series we've been considering different characteristics, but the value of these is less about the characteristic itself and much more about the resulting behavior and action it drives. Like our other discussions, today's characteristic, curiosity, is about to take on a great deal more measurable meaning than it may have had before you started listening to this conversation. I'm Gareth Armstrong and you're listening to a Razor's Edge podcast.
0: So so to me, curiosity relates to a number of questions. The first question that we've just spoken about is where? Where is this going? Where will this all end? So people are curious as to what are the possible scenarios. That will play out. And many of the successful entrepreneurs are curious about the future and where this might lead and what this might coincide with. They then develop scenarios in their minds and then pursue those scenarios. And hopefully they're right and they build businesses to take advantage of those scenarios. The second curiosity question is why? Why is this happening? And so some people wanna know why did this happen in our industry? What were the causes of this? And so they they try and understand the way that the different parts of the business interconnect and create a level of chemistry or cause and effect. And then they think about that and see how they can replicate that again and again. So a great example of that would be, you'd ask an entrepreneur that they've had a great month And you say, but why did you have a great month? And they go, I don't know. If they go, I don't know. Well, they they aren't curious as to the why. What caused that? I mean, to me, when we have a great month or a bad month, my first question is why? Why did we have a good month? Because whatever that was, I want to do that again and again and again. I want to replicate that. So my curiosity is what was synthesizing at the time to allow us to achieve that result. If we don't get a good result, the question is why? Why didn't we? What wasn't working? What were the constraints and therefore what I need to do? So there's a curiosity of the why. The other question that that I look for is the who. So this is where you're looking at entrepreneurs and you are asking them who in the world is doing this better than you? So they are out there basically researching all the best in the world who are in this space. And the reason why they want to do that is because they want to see how they are thinking. They're curious as how they th- they're thinking. They are looking at what they are doing in terms of successes and failures. So they're now trying to avoid failures based on, on what other people are doing. And they're very interested in everyone in the ecosystem and who's in this ecosystem around them, competitors, suppliers, et cetera. And, and, who they are and what they're doing in relation to them. The, the next kind of question that you can ask is the when. Now the when is really about trying to understand an industry in relation to its past. So you're looking very much to try and look for trends as well in the past. So you're looking back in the past and you're saying, well, the industry went through the following stages. So you're looking retrospectively in order to look to the future. So you're trying to understand the trigger points to move it to the next stage. And so you're curious about the past as a function of trying to inform the future. And you're trying to understand what patterns happened and what were those outcomes. So now everyone's talking about the fourth industrial revolution, right? So that's a you know a win kind of question because it's the fourth industrial revolution so people are looking retrospectively and saying well what happened in the first what happened in the second what happened in the third what what were the outcomes what was the correlation between 1 2 and 3 that we can help predict what will happen in 4 so will everyone lose their jobs or will there be other opportunities how how did people anticipate 3 would change the world and what really happened and so are people making the same mistake now with four and what will really happen? And that they will then inform the, the future. So those are, I think, the big questions, the big four questions that I look for. And I don't ask them overtly, but I'm listening once again. Language is so important. And throughout these podcasts, you'll hear me always talking about listening to language of entrepreneurs because if I don't pick up the curiosity… It's a huge proxy for me for their inability to basically build a big business. If they are curious, it, it gives me far more comfort in terms of their ability to build a big, successful
1: business. As you listen to those questions, it would have become apparent, like it did for me, where you may be lacking. To me, if part of what curiosity is, is a set of questions to answer, it feels like a natural lack of curiosity can be nurtured into something more through conscious effort. There is a twist though. Listen carefully to this insight from Alon.
0: I don't think you can get someone to become curious. Not within the timeline that you would need to become a successful entrepreneur because by the time entrepreneurs are coming to me with a business, if you're not already curious about your business, about your industry, about your place in the ecosystem, then to me it's too late. The reason why you need to be curious is because it affects you. Is whatever is going on out there, okay, affects you. Whatever has happened in the past affects you. Whatever your position is within the ecosystem affects you so if you're not worried about how you will be affected okay or will affect the market well then i don't think you're the right person to be driving a big business so that curiosity has to already have precipitated b- before you've started your business so i'm not saying that you cannot become curious i'm saying that if you start a business and then become curious you've done it the wrong way around
1: That's a really important question to ask. Does your current venture or business have as its point of origin a strong and healthy dose of curiosity? Additionally important questions one might ask include, if I am curious, am I curious enough? What is the downside to too much curiosity? And what outcomes should I expect and measure when embracing or nurturing my curiosity?
0: The question that I think any listener needs to ask themselves is if they are curious enough. Because I think everyone who is listening to this thinks that they're the world's greatest lover, but maybe they're not. And so when it comes to curiosity, we have to be quite honest with ourselves whether we are curious enough to build a big business. And to me, if you are fooling yourself, you are going to build a very mediocre business. As a person who invests in entrepreneurs, who looks for great entrepreneurs to back, I look for people who are curious because for me, that's a great proxy for their success. It's a phenomenal proxy for their success. And I can quite honestly say there is 100% correlation between the, the entrepreneurs I've backed who are curious about their industries, about their Place in the industry, the ecosystem, and their success. I'm involved in a business um, who is in the co-working space. And on a daily basis, this is no exaggeration, I get emails, WhatsApps from this individual about what's happening in the competitive environment, what's happening internationally. I've been sent the financials of his listed competitors overseas any articles that talk about the future of the industry and on what's happening and why. And he's absolutely obsessed. I've actually could tell him to only sending me three articles a week because it's just too much reading. But there could be a negative side to curiosity when it starts to govern you and starts to then direct you as opposed to inform you. And that's the dark side of curiosity. So that would quite clearly refer back to our previous podcast about uh, internal versus external locus of control. If you're too obsessed about your competitors, if you're curious to the point where it starts to direct you completely, that's an external locus of control, and that's not a good thing. So you want curiosity to inform you, to give you data points, and then you still make your own way through that it's not that you then go and copy unless copying is the right strategy for you at the time the other example i have of a curious set of entrepreneurs is in the edtech space where these guys have analyzed their largest competitor their journey how they got there the elements of their journey that were completely luck which was i thought very interesting in other words not replicable and then what's happened internationally in that industry and how that's informing where the South African industry might move to. They are completely affair with the numbers, the technology that's being used, the partners in the ecosystem that were incorporated, and even all their mistakes that they made. The thing that we don't understand about curiosity is that it has to lead to action. So what I'm looking for as well is what have you done with that information? You're curious, you work this out, but then what? And We will talk about action again and again, but action also relates to curiosity. Otherwise, you're just an intellectual and not really worth investing in.
1: In a world filled with so much information, this guidance, these filters and parameters are so important. To conclude this podcast and conversation around curiosity, Here's a final word from Alon.
0: I'm banned from uh, having an office with windows overlooking the front of the office because I'll sit there working out who's coming, who's going. I always sit in a certain place in a board meeting so I can see out of the window to see what's going on. I want to know what's going on. So there's also a relationship between curiosity and internal locus of control because you want controls in that... You want to know what's going on to see what you can control and what you can't control in that environment, whether you need to take action or not to take action. So curiosity is a little bit more broad than just a simple concept of I'm interested in stuff. It relates to my vision. It relates to my core competence. It relates to the way that you synthesize information. It relates to everything in your business because curiosity is the tentacles that goes out into the world that brings back the information for you to then synthesize and then take action and do something about it
1: in the final episode of this blue heart series we talk optimism and all that this characteristic offers to make sure you don't miss it subscribe by your favorite podcasting platform or go to raisecorp.com and sign up for notifications and updates My name is Gareth Armstrong, and once again, it has been a pleasure.